0: What's up, everybody? Daniel Peterson here, Easy Mojo Podcast. Real quick, just wanted to let everyone know, Crystal Peterson will be opening up for the great Victor Wooten, April 18th, 2020, at Memorial Hall. The show will be featuring the Wooten Brothers Band. I cannot stress enough how amazing this gig is gonna be. Jeff and I are gonna be playing with Crystal. It's gonna be off the chain. Tickets are going fast, so be sure to go to mpv.tickets.com. Grab your tickets, and we'll see you there. Everyone, Daniel Peterson here, Easy Mojo Podcast, special appearance this week with my co-host, sitting in for Brian Gilronan, Jeff Rickles, Mr. Jeff Rickles, very excited about this. Thanks for doing this, Jeff. Absolutely. Jeff is usually uh, our tech guy behind the board, making sure we sound good, but he's going to jump in on this episode and maybe some more episodes yeah,
1: brain brain is out on assignment
0: too yeah this week, so. yeah can be here tonight
1: <laughs> this is heartwarming it's like when uh <laughs>
2: it's it, it's like when a uh, high school basketball team when they let the, the one dude dress and he gets in the game and scores like,
0: Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> yeah exactly i'm yeah. excited for this this is a big <laughs> yeah yeah which uh brings us to our guest this week anthony tank mansfield what's going on guys how's it going good, thanks for good. being here brother hey
2: thanks for having me here
0: uh, Tank, as we know him, uh, I've known him for several years now. Yeah, He's done a lot of uh, artwork for the band. Uh, we're actually going to be releasing a new logo that Tank did for the podcast. Yeah, very it's cool. killer. Yeah, it was very a lot of fun to work on. Yeah, man. Uh, Tank's an artist. Yeah. Uh, former educator.
2: Former educator. Now an instructional designer. Like, right. I can't get out of education. I just keep coming back to it.
0: Yeah. I think uh, he's also a ninja. I've... I've in, I do jitsu.
2: I'm not a full right. ninja yet. I'm ninja working training. on it. I'm yeah, trying. Training. I, the yeah. whole I happened to like throw stars thing is I can't get it down. <laughs> I'm trying. So
0: that's uh, pretty important part Yeah, it, it's
2: it's, it's like frisbee it's it's like frisbee golf of death and yeah. I just don't have a
0: good curve yet. Yeah. Well, you'll get there. No, I'm working on it. Yeah. But anyway, uh thanks for being here man. We're going to jump right in here. Um Art is basically or or pretty much a big part of your life. Yeah, it's what it's
2: what I do. It's what I've it's what I've always done. I have a hard time remembering when I wasn't doing
0: it. Right. Yeah. Well let's talk about that. When's the earliest um you know your earliest memories of drawing or painting or whatever? I think four. I think I was four. four. That is young. Yeah.
2: Um Mm -hmm. so my dad was in the military. My dad um like graduated high school in nineteen seventy five joined the military, did two years in in, uh, Fort Knox, Kentucky, and then uh, for those last two years, him and my mom moved over to uh, Germany. Hmm. And so my dad would get stuck out what they do is they would do like these war game things because at that time we were in the Cold War with the Russians mm-hmm. oh, yeah. so he would him and like his group that he was with he was he was like in a in like a tank battalion uh, and they would go out and they would be on these uh, these exercises and they would just be stuck out there and had nothing to do so nobody had a cell phone nobody you know right. had like you know, maybe they had a radio, that's about it. it. Just And then they they would be stuck out kind of camping for days uh, and they have nothing to do. So my dad took up sketching, and he had a sketch pad. And so when I was four, I was just hanging out at my house, I was going through some stuff, and I found my dad's sketch pad that he kept from when he was in Germany. And I started, like, looking at it, and my mom was like, oh, yeah, if you want to, you can, like, draw in it too. And she huh. just let me start drawing in this sketch pad that my dad had. And oh. so that kind of, like, got me started on drawing – and then another time we were at a uh the only time I ever, the only time i've ever seen my dad draw we were we were at a dinner somewhere and i was just kind of acting up and uh he had a placemat and he's like hey do you want to see something cool and i was like yeah and he drew like a rat think monster on the placemat mm. and after that i was just kind of like yeah i want to do this or i don't know I, just, I started doing it i didn't know like what it was going to be but i i just started drawing and so i it was i was just drawing all the time and my uh my grandparents owned a company they owned a fire truck company where they sold fire trucks and they would just constantly have paper because of copy machines fax machines all that stuff. they just had tons and tons and tons of reams of paper that was used but then it was just at that it wasn't good to anybody at that point right they would just get to me so i just draw on that so i was a, i was the only child with an unlimited run of paper and i just started doing art wow
0: nice where are you from?
2: Uh, McConnellsville, Ohio is a super small town in southeastern Ohio. It's uh, it's Appalachia, oh, yeah. so uh, yeah, that was weird growing up there. Uh, definitely felt like a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. I remember like everything was pretty cool, you know, for the most part up until like fifth or sixth grade, and then and then like me and a few of my friends like found out about Nirvana. Mm-hmm. and we were kind of like it was like junior high i was like oh this is kind of cool and then somebody found out about like green day and offspring and rancid and then we all really got into that right. but by all of us i mean like the four or five dudes i hung out with and then right. everybody else in the town was like confederate flags and you know like <laughs> uh, carhartt everything but not like cool carhartt now like like we're wearing like yeah, it was right, like this right. uniform of like Carharts and like tight jeans and, and and like hunting boots and everybody dipped and, right. you know, and, I, and I'm like, I like the misfits and drawing, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> you can yeah. see where the story goes. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it kind of became a thing where um, I learned a couple things from a young age. I learned um, um, drawing is a good place to go because you don't get to deal with the outside world. Uh-huh. And I also learned that um, uh, self-deprecation is a good friend to have. Uh, to learn how to get yourself out of bad situations. Mm-hmm. Because if somebody's trying to bully you or pick on you, if you make fun of yourself first and you start making fun of your, like, they don't really have anything to make fun of you for. Yeah. And then once you get people laughing, that gets you friends. And then you mm-hmm. can start making fun of people that are trying to fuck with you. Right,
1: right. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Uh, well, I mean, uh, through high school, were you like, you know, was that the time that you started to kind of decide this is where you wanted to take your life and you know and pursue it
2: yeah i just i i just didn't know like any other thing at that point it was weird it was it was this time when i was in high school it was the mid 90s so like the internet existed but it didn't you know yep, it yeah, like yeah. it was there but it wasn't And especially living in like a rural community you know it's like they're they're still having trouble getting internet to rural areas in 2020. Yeah, you know, right. and and this is like 95, 96, 97. So it, it, there was just there wasn't a lot of exposure to things. So the stuff that I was interested in, I was really interested too, because like I I'd, I'd work so hard to find it and 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 get it in my orbit. And so yeah. then it was just like yeah, I was like I like to draw things. Like if I have to go do a thing for the rest of my life i guess that thing would be drawing you know because yeah. that that was the whole thing was get into college and leave and and get out right. and and so i ended up taking art in college and that was uh yeah that was a, that was the thing that happened uh yeah
0: yeah is that what brought you to the city, Cincinnati? Here,
2: no. Well, I mean, not not directly. Like, I uh, I went to art school at Ohio University. It was mm, just okay. like it was um, it was really good for the critical thinking aspect of it. Like, why are you making art? Like, what are you trying to make? Like, what's the purpose? It was it was, it was very art school. It was that whole like that whole well, what's this thing mean? But it really mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of, hey, here's how you draw. And so I was just drawing like, and that was the thing, I grew up, I was self-taught artist, like I never got along with my art teachers in junior high or high school. And then okay. when I got to college, all the majority of my professors were super conceptual, so I never really learned a lot of formal skills. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was like the art school stuff of like, this is this thing I drew and this is how I feel. And supposedly right. that was somehow supposed to translate into money, which it doesn't, but it was supposed
0: to. Right. Yeah, right, right. And like a career doing that. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: because you go down to the painting factory, they're hiring at the painting factory. Right. So, um but yeah, but it was it was again it was like that weird time. I remember like trying to take graphic design classes and we didn't even have the Adobe suite. You know, it was like some mm. it was something that doesn't exist anymore that was at the time where it was like, Well it's so are gonna be this or Photoshop and oh you bet on the horse that lost. Right. So wow yeah holy shit yeah so yeah so art school was like a weird time period of uh I, de- I definitely learned some stuff during that time, but I don't learn everything I needed to know. And I mean, and you guys know from like doing music, there's mm. not really like a class where it's like, hey, here's how you market this thing, or here's the right. business side of this, or watch out. There's people that are definitely going to try to take advantage of you. You know, you don't have any of that. So it no. becomes this like, once you're out the door, now you're, you've gone from college to the school of hard knocks yep. where you got to try to figure out, okay, how do I make this thing work? And it's, arts a lot like stand up comedy or, any other creative thing where it's just like well there's not really a roadmap to this it's a lot of hitting your head and then staying in the game long enough where it finally works because most of the people that you come up with are they're just so fucking weak they're not going to stick in it they're going to fall out and and you see people just drop constantly Mm -hmm. just the shift from college to not being in college like professional world you see people that will never have an art show ever again like once they have that thesis show their senior year because they get out and they're like oh my god I gotta go talk to somebody try to book a show and they're out this is hard and they don't understand how that works or they don't understand how to market their stuff they don't understand like what what the price point is on what they're making
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and you're gonna you know even if you're willing to go out you better be ready for a lot of resistance and being told no and feeling like shit and Mm -hmm. still going back and writing emails all over again you know Jeff and I know that just it's it's the same thing in the music world you know yeah yeah I don't understand why they don't have courses that focus on on stuff like that because if you're going to try to go out and be an artist you know technique and all that stuff's great I mean I'm not saying it's not important but like you know let's have some courses on how to pay your bills and how to book yourself and they, yeah, they need to have a bully class where it's just somebody that just runs you down
2: for an entire ten <laughs> weeks. It just, uh, just say, it's like, look, do you want to do this for real or not? Because this, is the we like every week the teachers comes in and gives you rejection letters, And, right. and doesn't pay you on time, exactly. And, 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 doesn't and,
0: pay you at all, yeah, and right? Yeah, yeah. and like, steals your stuff. <laughs> it's like the scared,
1: scared straight program.
2: Yes, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, scared straight exactly.
2: artist. Yeah, oh my god. The the fi- the final is like this is for exposure. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah, exactly. I
0: think we just got an idea for a TV show, yeah. man. That would be. That would be hilarious. That would be awesome. Could get really out of hand, though. Yeah, man. Well, as (laughs) long as I'm
2: making paychecks. (laughs)
0: I'll I'll mess with a bunch of 19-year-olds. That's fine. Crush their world. Crush their dreams. So, Yeah. Um, So, I mean, did you – it sounds like you got a dose of reality pretty quickly out of – So quick out of uh college. Yeah, yeah. I moved
2: to Columbus, Ohio, tried to get a job working in galleries, that didn't happen. Tried to get jobs working tattoo shops, that didn't happen. And I I couldn't oh. realize until I was about like in my mid 20s, I was like, "Oh, it's because you can't draw." Like, you got a piece of paper, but you just draw this dumb bullshit that doesn't work. And you're trying mm-hmm. to make these things that are like about feelings and stuff and that doesn't work like people don't want to buy that because it's the whole thing where it's like you might find a kindred spirit you might find a group of people that like the thing that you do but chances are you don't and so this is a commercial art thing where it's like people want something drawn and now you draw it right and, right and, right, and, and then trying to figure out like okay and, and that's where the balance ends up becoming like once you become an artist is it's like the balance of uh, how do I balance the things I need to make to pay bills with the things I want to make to do my thing and how do I eventually merge those two worlds together right. where people are paying me for the things that I want to make mm-hmm. and you can't you you can't jump to that step at 20 you right, know it just right. or, or very rare. Or, or just starting, <laughs> right. very rare yeah and of right. course you know there's always <laughs> those examples where it's like well, you know th- this girl has been painting since she was 15 years old and you know and now she has an international show in, in France and it's like yes but on the whole on the right. on the day to day on the working of the people that are getting by and just trying to do this thing and just trying to have a, enough collectors that support them Right. like that's not how this works it's right. a lot it's 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 a lot of blood sweat and tears and it's a lot of hitting your head over and over again and just not tapping out and just you know get, hear and, your and, brother. and just And just, you know, fighting through anxiety and depression and the feeling of like, you know, and just eating shit because you eat shit a lot. I Mm -hmm. I did a show a few years ago where like I promoted this thing up in Dayton where we were doing like a like it was like a tribute show to beer. Like and we like me and I got like other artists and we all made these like really super badass illustrations of like different um, beer inspired stuff. And we had eight people come in the whole night and right, nothing right. sold you know and it's yeah. just and it's just like you know you're sitting there and you're and you're just sitting in that and, and it's like you're that fucking clown on stage and nobody's laughing at because mm-hmm. you're just sitting in it and you're just like <laughs> wow this is failure this is failure and <laughs> this is what it feels like and, and, we, and, we, and we got another hour to go and i'm going to yep. sit in this empty room yep. for another hour and everybody that i talked into this that i said hey yeah. this was a great idea that we should do this and yeah. you took time out of your schedule to make something for this you know you put 20 hours into a drawing you dropped it off to me and now i'm putting it up and there's
1: no nobody looking at it right wow right
0: yeah yeah
1: but the shows you know when as a musician you play that you have to realize that you're just background music you know when you play a song and then you finish you hit that last note and then nobody (laughs) nobody cares nobody's listening (laughs) you might get that if your parent if your parents are in the
0: yep in the crowd you know but yeah yeah Yeah, man yeah or you drive you know 150 miles to a gig (laughs) and there's five people Yep. yeah you've got to play three sets yep yep you know and I mean, it's. I think you know, you're onto something, and I totally agree with you. It's like you you just can't tap out, and that's not yep. the time to, kind of you know. Mope and be like, fuck this. Right? Like, you know, you still got to perform. Yep. You still got to play well.
2: And, and it's a weird thing, it's, you it, know. And, and it's it, it's kind of akin to being an athlete, where like on some level, you have to be really great at what you do. But athletes, when their time is over, there's usually something that tells them that it's over. And right. in art or music or dance or th- it like, that's kind of up to you. Right. And so then right. you're having to have like a lot of like self introspective conversations where you're like. Am I like is this the best I can do? Am I a failure? Is this done? Like is this as far right. as I can take yeah. it? Why am I wasting my time on? Like right. I'm taking time away from my family and the people I love and friendships and Spending I'm not making a happy. lot of money. Yeah, right. and you just kind of have that conversation and mm-hmm. then and then you're like, "No, nope, I'm going to keep doing this." Right. And you just keep going forward. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's weird. It is weird. What are some things that kind of, you know, help keep you moving forward? I can't stop making things. It's the it's the gift and the
2: curse. I can't do it. I don't right. I, I don't understand how not to make. Yeah. If if tomorrow I get paralyzed, I'll probably just end up doing the Chuck Close thing and like putting a paint brush put a paintbrush in my mouth right. and just start marking walls. Like I right. there's something inside of me that makes me make stuff and I don't know what the I, I, I personally think it's just from years of growing up without brothers and sisters just being an only child and like having a lot of alone time like i'm pretty much at my happiest when i am alone and just in just some place just making something
3: yeah
2: yeah that's just kind of my default setting and so if that doesn't happen things get weird i get really weird if i don't draw for a while right (laughs) like it gets start it starts getting weird
0: yeah i think that's something that a lot of people don't uh always know or understand about you know artists and musicians Mm and like you know, if I'm not playing drums, yeah, I'm not doing very well. Yeah, right. right. It's off. Something's off. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're right. It's like you can't explain it. Really, you know, I don't know exactly what that is either. But yeah, I mean, I cannot imagine not playing music and being you need alive. that release. I, right? I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. So yeah,
2: everybody does the thing. Everybody does a thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's thing is just different, <coughs> but everybody does a thing. And there's a thing that you do. Mm. And so your guys' thing's music. My thing's art. There's other people. Their thing is they work on cars or their thing right. is they do woodworking, you know, or their thing is they drive motocross or they go hiking. Mm. Like everybody's got this interest that they're into in this thing that they do and they do it. Mm. This is just our thing. And our thing mm-hmm. is weird because our thing makes things for other people. It's 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 a weird hustle. It's just the whole thing's mm-hmm. weird, but it's cool. I wouldn't trade it in for anything. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not to complain about it, but yeah, I totally hear you, man. I get jealous of you guys a lot. Why is that?
2: Musicians, ma- ma- oh, you guys got you guys got the best. <laughs> you guys get out of the house. You go yeah. see people. Yeah. Sometimes it works with women that are way out of your league. <laughs> like you get you get paid in drinks. Yeah. Yeah. See. So, well, sometimes that's all you get paid. I now. know. But still, <laughs> I'm liking know, this. If you're lucky. I'm liking it. <laughs> right. You guys got to good You get to hang right. out with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can see the downside of that because of course everything. Because de- that's the thing. It's the grass is always greener on the right. other side. Right. You right. know. So, whereas like on my side, you guys are. You, you know, you look at me. You're like, you don't have to leave your house. You sit on your couch. Exactly. You, you know, you don't get to deal with people. Yep. You make your thing. Right. You know, right. there's there, there's no compromise. Like I've never like had a thing where I've worked with you know, where I've like had like somebody like try to tell me how to draw, you right. know, whereas you guys being in bands, it's like, well, I don't want the drums to sound like this, I want it to
0: be this, I'm going to go the bass line. And here. if you're doing session work, yeah. it's, that's oh, yeah. all it is. That's all it is. is. Yeah. Don't yeah. do it that way, do it this way. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: So I never had to deal
0: with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's kind of an art form in and of itself, you Oof. know, being able to yeah. just deliver right and still hopefully enjoy what you're doing you know what i mean and,
2: and, and work uh, with personalities and make it yeah. work oh yeah yeah and trying to figure out like okay when can i push this and get what i want and then what you know which hill do i die on here and what's unacceptable and what will i fight for and all that i i couldn't imagine
0: yeah it's interesting yeah yeah it's a very interesting
2: thing it's way interesting so but yeah i um yeah definitely um yeah being an artist there is definitely the, the ups and the downs of it, of uh, what's
1: cool about it and what's not. So, what was sure. what was after college?
2: So, after college, I lived in Columbus. Um, I was doing that for a while, and it was just like I just couldn't figure anything out. Like I just had a bunch of like uh, random day jobs. I was doing art shows. Nothing was really sticking. And then I was working at an art store, and um, I was working with everybody i worked with at the art store had went to ccad which is the uh columbus college of art and design like uh it's it, it's pretty much at uh, one time it was it was like the big deal was it was like if you go here you go and animate at disney like they oh, were right. they, they right. were the no big shit. deal in yeah. ohio uh and they still are i mean they still definitely kick out some good artists um i mean sorry uh, produce some good artists uh, <laughs> not kick them out but um yeah <laughs> like get out of here too good draw over there uh, but everybody I worked with had went to CCAD and their program is totally opposite of mine whereas mm. and instead of like oh what are you making and why like CCAD was like you need to draw like this, this and you need to look like this right, and then right. reproduce that and make that more and more <laughs> and so it, it became this thing where like I was learning from the guys that I was working with and it was kind of allowing me to hybrid stuff where I'm like oh I can think of a really cool concept but the stuff I'm learning off these guys now I can like start to do it better and bring it to life and make mm. it work and then when I was doing that I, I started doing demos and they like ship me out to OSU and I would um, I'd, I'd demo like different painting stuff there and I was like oh I, I enjoy this mm-hmm. well what if I just went back to school and became a teacher and I could just do this every day, and so that's what I ended up doing. I ended up going back to Ohio State uh, to get my K through twelve teaching license. And I didn't realize at the time like the first day I showed up there for graduate school, they're like, "Hey, congratulations for get, making into like the number one art education program in America." I had no clue. Wow. I didn't. I didn't know that like basically in America, the, the biggest universities for like education and advancements in education come out of Ohio State, Penn State, or Michigan.
0: Wow, I didn't know that either. Yeah.
2: So, Damn. like big, like a lot of the big educational stuff across the board that that has come out in terms of like advancing society and the way we teach things and why has come from one of those three schools. Huh. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit. Okay. Well, I guess I'm <laughs> going cool. to. Yeah. I, I guess I'm going to get some good learning. <laughs> yeah. Right. And some good learning I got.
0: <laughs> good learning. Yeah. Some, some good book reading up <laughs> good, there. <laughs> yeah. Good book reading at <laughs> <high> State. <laughs>
2: So, so, yeah, uh, but, but it was cool. I was, uh, I was definitely older and wiser, and now I had, like, a thing where I was, like, oh, I, I, I need to figure something out. Because at that time, I was, like, 26. And there's, like, a big difference between being, like, 18 and trying to figure out your life and being 26. <laughs> right, yeah. like, like, you need to get your ass kicked for a solid oh, five yeah. years or so and yeah. just figure life out. Because when I mean, you're 18, you're in high school, and you're trying to, like, hey, what do you want to major? And it's, like,
1: you haven't even paid an electric bill yet. Like, right, you, like, yeah. have no clue, like, how to set up a, a utility in your name. Like, well, see, because I mean, when you were talking about the musician artist kind of thing, I almost think that like that's something that's lacking in high school too. Is just life things like paying your taxes, and yes, like right. bills yes. and you know, like yeah. that stuff that they don't really teach you in high school either. It's like, all right, go yeah, mid- the, the the way the K through yeah. twelve yeah, I mean <laughs> the, yeah, the way the K
2: through twelve system is prioritized right now, it's maddening yeah, and yeah. and that was like one of the reasons why I got education in the first place was just like of what the system is and what it right. should be but it's not and I yeah yeah, you know I don't understand it I, I yeah it's just it sucks sometimes you yeah. know like the stuff that you should learn in high school you really should be that real life stuff I mean because right. that's, uh, that's the point of high school the, uh, the point of high school is to give you a broad sense of what's out there in the world and then you start to figure out like okay now which direction do I move in after this mm-hmm. and that's what I would always tell my my students not to jump too far ahead but I was you know, the first day of class I'm like look um, I'm like I don't care if you become an artist or not. I'm like that doesn't really matter to me. I'm like I if you I'm I, I'm glad you love art. I'm glad you're in this class. I'm like I, and I want to help you take your stuff to whatever next level it is that you want to reach. I'm here for that. And I'm like, but the bare minimum, like the thing you must understand, you have to graduate high school and you have to go do something beyond this. I'm like I don't right. care if it's college. I don't care if it's the military. I don't care if it's a vocational program. I don't care if it's like uh, you know some UNICEF thing or um, mm-hmm. you're doing like uh, you know like uh, you're you're building houses somewhere, right, like, whatever. Right. I'm like. You you just got to do something beyond this i'm like the only right. thing you're not allowed to do is graduate and then just sit at your house right yeah right you got it you got to have something beyond that mm-hmm. so so that was where i was at but yeah i yeah i went through uh i went through art school uh again i uh, graduate school this time up in columbus and then uh when i graduated like right around the time i graduated my fiance and i broke up you know she finally was like she's like we're done and it was like and, and, and i totally and i and, and i totally get in retrospect and it was one of those things because i'm like i'm like a fixer like no matter how bad a relationship is like i always try to fix everything in it mm-hmm. and she and she was like look one of us set to pull the trigger i know you weren't going to i did i'm like all right. right fair and i'm like so then for the first time in my life like i didn't have parents i didn't have a fiance i didn't have a any i was just me i was right, just i was right. like in my late you know mid late 20s and now I could teach and I was just like well like, yeah, just go out in the world so I, just kinda, I was just kind of like wherever man like mm. whoever gets me gets me wherever I go I go I, I don't care like, mm. so I just started throwing applications out and see who would snag me up and um, I ended up getting this uh, I ended up finding this job in Hamilton Ohio in 2008 that was to become um, an art teacher at an at risk youth school Oh, wow. and I'm like alright cool because when I when I so when I was in um, uh, graduate school at Ohio State one of the places I taught at uh, was an inner city high school in Cincinnati I did that for I'm sorry in Columbus I did that for a, a quarter I was there mm-hmm and you know it, it, that was the thing it was like you know there was definitely at risk kids there and I was like alright cool and like, I liked it you know I liked mm-hmm. the vibe of it I liked dealing with kids you know at that age level like right. 16 through 18 like I'm like this is cool you know teenage pregnancy self harm you know, right. drug issues I'm like okay cool because I can talk to these people and have a conversation and like you know high school kids get sarcasm and I'm like right. so I'm built for this I'm like yeah, I totally can I, I can have this conversation <laughs> yeah Dude, by far, the worst thing I ever taught was I did the, so I did the, uh, the, the, not to sidetrack us too far, but so I did the inner city Columbus school in uh, my winter term of being in Ohio State. And then my spring term was a uh, suburban elementary school in Columbus. And it was the worst thing I've ever done. Like teaching K through fifth, I am not wired for that. Right, I'm not built for that. Like little kids, like I'm trying to like teach them like how to do like shading and stuff and hatch work. And they're just like, Done, And I'm like, well, you can't be done. I'm like, we still (laughs) got, we got, we got, we got 40 minutes here, Timmy. Like you got, you got got to draw. Now I'm done. I'm like, "Ah."
0: scribbled on the page and there you go. Right. Yeah.
2: There was a, there was this one kid who, um, he would just like randomly freak out if too many kids got near him. So like people were like a bunch of the kids were washing their hands off and the kid just started like windmill swinging his arms like a mosh pit and just started pegging other kids. So then like I had to go and be like, Hey, like yeah, walk right, him out right, and like right, all these other right. kids are all beat up and bleeding I'm like oh man this is I'm that's, not, that's pretty intense I'm not built yeah. for this I'm not I'm not built for seven-year-olds so yeah, yeah. so yeah when they were like hey at risk school Hamilton like, and yeah right so came down on a Friday interviewed and um, got the job offer a half hour later as I was driving home oh, wow and they were like hey can you start Monday I'm like oh you mean like next week they are like no like it's Friday we Saturday Sunday Monday wow. and I'm like sure
3: yeah and so oh, yeah.
2: I, I went back to columbus and put everything in a storage shed and then i uh I ended up couch surfing uh between like a hotel and like two or three friends place over the course of a month wow. my first year uh like my first my my, my first month in cincinnati mm. just trying to find a place to stay and
1: right right
2: finally ended up getting an apartment mm. and then yeah i became a school teacher wow wow yeah it was weird it was fun that it was weird yeah
0: yeah that's like holy shit i gotta go now like wow yeah
2: well i was just i was just at that point you know it was like and then as like as i said you know like breaking up with the fiance and you know like not having anybody around me directly and it was just like it was like it's it's time to shift i'm like i just need to i just need to hit the reset button on life i just need to go do something right and so you know they're like 40 hours i'm like yep this is sure jump off the cliff right? yeah, yeah just yeah, just yeah. jump just go yeah. just go yeah. just jump Now I didn't know I didn't really know a lot of people in Cincinnati I knew so I knew the Cincinnati Roller Girls through I used to coach announce roller derby in Columbus so I knew the Cincinnati Roller Girls so I got in touch with a couple of them and they kind of hooked me up um, you know to like just meet people just talk just kind of find people right. and I got to work with them and uh, do announcing for them and so that kind of helped me make friends but um, I somehow found like I, I googled or i don't know myspace whatever you did back before like 2010 and i found out there was an art show at the southgate house uh back when it now now the thompson house that's the the, the southgate house southgate house and uh i found out about it and so i entered a piece in it and i think uh, yeah i I drew like a luchador and this other dude drew a luchador uh and uh you know i was like hey we started talking and um yeah, he ended up trading me mine, I trading him his, and that's how I met my best friend Jamie Filer. And so, oh. and then I, you know, that was like that just kind of started. I'm like, all right, cool, like, I got to run him, buddy. We're gonna make art, right. and uh, yeah, and then I just, I, I, you know, somebody to like hang out with and make art with, and like actually kind of got where i was coming from on a lot of stuff so right. so i was like all right cool this moves we're work- actually working out pretty good so far yeah. and then that kind of started setting up like the the current chapter i'm living in here and like what i'm doing with artwork
0: nice very cool man so to kind of backpedal a little bit but then kind of get to where you're talking about you really have an interesting style uh, to your art and a lot of the characters that you draw mm-hmm. I've always found it very kind of striking and it's very punk rock mm-hmm. influenced I, I think anyway not surprised at all that that was like your early right. soundtrack right you know like I can feel that uh, through your characters that you draw What at what point because you were talking about when you were in uh, college and trying to get into the art scene and trying to have shows and things weren't working and you realized like well i'm not really doing what i you know my true stuff you know when you were saying like i wasn't good at drawing or whatever you know when did you like this was there a shift in what you started producing that was more um you know authentic to who you were is that around this time so the shift
2: really took place in late 2000 like but pretty much around like 2006 2007 I, I remember getting rejected by a few different tattoo places and I was just like at the time I didn't realize why and then I as I started doing the college stuff and I started teaching I realized I'm like I have to uh, it, it this thing came to me where I was like I need to teach people that are young that don't really know how to draw how to draw because nobody ever taught me how to draw and so I was like okay this is an interesting concept how do I do that and so I started like Studying how to draw, and I hadn't really done that. You know, I'd always drawn the way Meaning I drew, like more
0: like classical yes. ways. And, yeah. yeah, gotcha. And it was yeah.
2: something I never really got in college. You know, there was never really yeah. a point where somebody's like, "Hey, here's how you draw." Again, I went to OU, so it was very much like, "How does this feel? Or what does this <laughs> make?" Or you know, right. here, 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 here's a okay sidebar. I'm, I'm sorry, we're gonna go down a rabbit <laughs> okay. hole again. That's what All right. this show's about. Sweet. No good deal. So I was so my my drawing two class at Ohio University in 2000 I'll never fucking forget this was this woman who was a grad student there because like all the base level like freshman sophomore classes were taught by grad students because that's how colleges save money instead of having a full staff professors you have your grad students teach your lower level you know gotcha. fresh freshman sophomores yeah so, she's teaching the Drawing 2 class. Now, Drawing 1 was hard. The guy that was in my Drawing 1, I got a C in Drawing 1, and I was heartbroken, you know, because oh. I was like, oh, my God, like, I just, I, you know, I, I get A's all the time in art. I'm the art kid. I'm the art kid at my high school. Right. I got C's. Oh, I'm not a prodigy. Oh, my God. You know, so uh-huh. I'm like, uh, that, that fall quarter really, really, huh. you know, again, getting hit with some reality. Yeah, you know, buddy. good old-fashioned reality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is good. You need that. You need to get hit with reality. So then the second uh, part, drawing two, was in Winter. And the lady that was teaching was a grad student who, she didn't really draw. She just didn't really draw. So instead of drawing, we would watch, she would make us watch like Alfred Hitchcock movies. And we were supposed to like think about like his angles and the way he was shooting stuff. Huh. And so I, I I dug it. Like I always remember watching, like, you know, Rearview Mirror and Vertigo. Like those right, were dope right. movies to watch. You know, it still stuck me to this day. I remember seeing them, but I also remember the reason why I remember it, because I'm like, this isn't what I should be doing in drawing <laughs> right. class. Right. And and so then we went and saw her um, her show, her thesis show it was like one of the last weeks we were there. And so we went and saw her thesis show, and her thesis show was In the main art gallery, she had taken a bunch of paint and she had poured it in the perfect circles. And it was the idea of what if when you went to the art store, instead of buying tubes of paint or buckets of paint, you would just get like a circle of paint on saran wrap because that way you would use less paint. And you you didn't have to pay for a full bottle of paint. Huh. All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Education. Yeah. Getting learned. Yeah. Yeah. Really helped me. Yeah. So... So yeah, so I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna be her. And so then I started studying art and I started studying like, how do you draw? And it made me reevaluate everything and it made me deconstruct the way I was drawing and take it from the ground up and be like, okay, first we draw some kind, you know, we draw, we we do measurement. We measure and we figure out how, what the line is on this. And then, you know, then we start to add in gesture drawing. We start to build like the underside of that. So it's like, if it's a person, you know, we're starting to build the muscle structure or we're starting to build like the shape, you know, we're starting to put that together. Now we're going to take it on top and now we're going to start to define those lines and we're going to start to define clothing and stuff. Like that, you know, like just the whole thing yeah. of like, how do you actually draw? And right. that helped to start making the shift. Now, even when when I first got to Cincinnati, I was still doing a lot of the stuff. I was doing like robots, and they were all very sad. It was very emo. I was going through this very emo <sighs> stage of robots, and they were all <laughs> sad robots because I thought that was going to be the hot thing. Turns out it wasn't, <laughs> um, but. But that was the thing at the time, you know. I like, you like, say early two thousands. I feel like that was yeah. You know, they had their time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything, everything. Yeah, I was just drawing like Silverstein covers. Is what yeah, it looked right, like. Just a right. bunch of this like sad robots holding cassette hearts and shit. Mm-hmm. So, was <laughs> <laughs> like, man, you're such a pussy. <laughs>
0: no, no, I don't, I don't feel that at all. <laughs> great
3: way you put it
2: yeah i love it so uh, so anyways um yeah so i was doing that and then yeah, yeah, to get back as a long-winded you know mm. 15 minutes later to get back what you initially said i that's when i started to shift over and i was like these graphite drawings are just taking me forever and i'm like i just need to draw i just need to draw stuff and just get it done i need to produce i need to make 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 make, make. and that became the whole thing was like how do I make, how do I make faster? Because I can't be spending like 40, 50, 60 hours on graphite drawings that I then get paid like a few hundred bucks for. And that's right. if I get paid a few if hundred bucks for If you even sell it, right, right. yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. So it's like, yeah. how do I make stuff and produce it quicker? And then that's when I started moving over to Sharpies and starting to work in like yeah. black and white. And again, it came back to the stuff I was attracted to. It came back to, you know, like that flat drawing style I have, it's all influenced by tattooing, it's influenced by silk screening. Cause it's the whole idea of just like, Every color gets its layer and everything is just full color because the stuff that took me time was if I would do like paintings, that was blending everything. Right. Whereas with what I do now is I'm just putting colors beside colors, So it's just like a big coloring book is basically my
1: coloring style and lots of black,
2: you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause, uh, yeah. Cause I feel like your stuff, like, I mean, has very thick lines and like, it's, you know, I don't, I don't know the proper way to describe it. But, you know, I, I really dig your style. It's, you know, it's thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Very,
0: very pronounced I, I, yeah it yeah. kind of jumps out yeah. at you is what I've always thought
2: well yeah. and, and thank you and that's one thing I've, I've done ever since I was even when I was like back in art school when I was like you know nineteen, twenty years old my goal was always to have the piece that would jump off the wall at you I wanted to right. make the piece that you could be on the other side of the room and see and it would drag you towards it and it was just the idea of like big fields of color and big black and that's what I do now is because through you know again looking at silkscreen work or looking at tattoo work that's the way it is it's just you have big bold graphic images and you have that bunch You have a lot of black and then you put some color in with it and boom that thing will light up you know yeah. from yards
1: away you can see it right. and make out
2: right. what it is
0: right yeah yeah that's definitely how it comes across yeah for sure yeah
1: and some of the stuff when you've used that, like, the the Jack Kirby space you talk uh, the about. Kirby the Kirby crackle, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love I that love crackle. I love that stuff. Oh, yeah. dude,
2: I'm all yeah. about that crackle. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will yeah. I will rip Jack Kirby off to the day I die. <laughs> yeah, Jack Kirby's the man. Uh, me and my whole crew of artist dudes, like uh, Jamie Filer, Eamon Hill, uh, Justin Stewart out of Lexington all of us are just Kirby dudes and mm-hmm. we just steal from him all the time because we love him. Like, Jack Kirby is that dude.
3: Right. You man. know, and he's uh. the
2: man. And we just, uh, you know, I will I, I will, fight people over Jack Kirby. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. Like,
2: if you're not down with Jack Kirby, I don't, know, I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Jack Kirby just kills it and he killed it for so long and like making X-Men and making Spider-Man and the Avengers and Captain America and just working on like book after book after book and then like just getting weird and going off with like Silver Surfer and all his DC stuff. Man, I love Jack Kirby.
1: And that's one thing that, you know, also to to, you know, to go to another topic, but like Stan Lee has obviously been like the name, but like, and Jack Kirby was there with him, but like, why isn't Jack Kirby nearly as known as, as Stan Lee, you know? I, I, I feel I, I think it's one of those things where it might just
2: because like Kirby died before the whole thing happened with Marvel and the right. movies and stuff and then oh, in right, right, with, right. with the guest star of Stan Lee and I think that Stan Lee was also more of a more of like kind of a a character that was kind of out in the media and willing to do interviews and stuff. Yeah, Celsior and like all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean they were definitely a great team that worked together but I mean, you know, one of Kirby's things was like he started drawing like way late, I mean when he was like doing that stuff, he was like already in, I think like his late 30s or early 40s. Really? Yeah, and then his wife like had, because he was like, you know, he was like a bunch of artists, he had no business sense and people would just come to his house and they'd be like oh hey, you know, like what's going on? And he would just give them pages of stuff and she's like, you can't do that like you just can't hand over original pages from avengers to people right Right. and he's like oh why not i've got so many of them but it's cool i'm gonna draw more right you know and and she's like what are you what are you doing and you know today i mean that's something that people pay tons of money for is to have you know just an original jack kirby piece just like oh i got like you know page five of fantastic 443 you know like Mm. oh my god that's incredible yeah
1: yeah
0: so that's obviously a huge influence for you
2: yeah yeah kirby's definitely an influence um i got a lot of influences like i um derek Hess out of cleveland man i i got to meet him once and i was pretty damn starstruck but uh yeah that's one of the major influences too is derek has like i learned all my conceptual drawing stuff from his style the way he draws because if you ever look at Hess's stuff all his finished pieces are like these really like just hundreds of lines and like just this big, you know, thing of movement and motion. And I also really appreciated with him like he started out doing concert posters for the Agora up in Cleveland and he oh. would take like whatever the name of the band was and he would like illustrate it into a thing. So like, you know, Helmet would be playing a show and he would like draw like a really cool helmet or, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, there was like a band called like Hammerhead or something and you know, like the, the, the it was like a dude that had like a literal hammer for a head right. and stuff like that. Right, right, and right. so I always looked at Derek Hess's stuff to to do what I do, and then uh, Mike Giant um, is probably who I'm. Who probably uh, like a lot of my stuff looks like today, or like you can see an influence from uh, because of uh, his work with Sharpies and stuff like that. He started the uh, Rebel Eight line, and then he's uh, um, tattooing. I think back in California again. So Mike Giant's good to look at. Um, yeah, I like I like those dudes a lot. Like those are definitely. Um, just a few of my influences that really get me going I get really nice. excited about Brian, uh, and, awesome. and, and Brian Boland the guy Brian Boland who did like 80 uh, um, 2000 and um, the Judge Dread books uh, oh yeah he, he's yeah. who I look at for all my inking stuff he's, he's the nice. man yeah. Brian Boland kills it
0: kills everything he touches very very cool man well, let's talk about some things that you've got going on now. Uh, Neil to No One yeah. is your uh, brand. That's my brand, yeah. Website as well, right? Yep,
2: Neil to one. Dot com, or you can catch me on IG at kneeltoknowone. So yeah, that's what I got going on right now. Uh, shirts, uh, pens, uh, glasses. So right now I'm kind of in a spot where like I'm, the, so it's kind of the, it's the whole funding thing. It's like you need money to make products to do stuff. And so right now, um, I'm concentrating on getting ready to put out the, um, a new show this year called I'll Sleep When I'm Dead 3 where I'm doing like a hundred different slaps and so all the money from that will go into feeding future projects for Neil to No One more glassware and stuff like that so that's kind of where everything's at right now so you can see the current stuff I got at com, but come out this summer I mean it should be summer um, when I launch it for uh, I'll Sleep When I'm Dead 3 and I'll have information about where that's going to be kind of website thank you guys for doing the music for it for for the bumpers we're getting ready to do much love for that thank you so much yeah man that's all Jeff yeah. Yeah. it's awesome. Jeff killed it. Killed it. Right.
1: John Carpenter influences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when you started talking about that, I'm like, yeah, I like some, I've been wanting to get into more like synthy stuff, you know? Yeah.
2: yeah. I love synthy yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anything that sounds like a Carpenter soundtrack I'm down with. Like I listen to a lot of zombie. Like oh, yeah. yeah. Like I love all their stuff. So mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm working in studio, I listen to a lot of them. So. Yeah.
1: That creepy synth stuff. I, I love that <laughs> stuff.
0: Huh. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. I'll have to check it out.
1: Yeah, John. Yeah, yeah. Because you said that that John Carpenter like did Halloween and
0: right. You know, yeah, they but I've never heard of zombie before. Yeah. So
2: it zombies, these two dudes out of Pittsburgh, and like one plays bass and one plays drums, and the guy that plays bass also plays a synth. They're incredible. They're mm-hmm. really good. I think the one guy's name's like Stephen Moore. and Now he's doing like soundtrack stuff for people. Gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: So tell us a little bit about this crew you have. Uh, I, you guys do a lot of uh, interesting live art stuff, mm-hmm. which I'm like totally. Supportive. Yeah, because you did I that for us
1: that. QCB a couple years ago. Right. Yeah, that live yeah. art show that was awesome. Yeah, I think Colin. I think Colin ended up with that. Yeah, I that think so. Piece. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's funny man the live art thing is hilarious because first off nobody knows what it is. It right. like you try cuz again it goes back to that thing where it's like artists are generally alone in our homes. And so when you say live art to people, they don't know what that means and what's going to happen. The best response I've gotten so far was uh, we did a thing at a in, uh, uh in Cincinnati. And um, the the guy who was our surfer night, the guy that like, kept getting us drinks, at the end of the night, you know, we're like cashing out with him, we're talking to him. And he's like, yeah man he's like this is way cooler i thought it was gonna be and i'm like, <laughs> what did you think it was going to be? like it's I, live art like, yeah it's, you know, was the it's thing, in like, the title yeah well i, I immediately started laughing because i'm used to this by now I just, I just i just started busting it laughing i'm like all right man i'm like i gotta ask him like what did you think this was gonna be i'm like when you heard live art i'm like in your head there was there was an image that popped up right, i'm like right. what was that image and he was like well I thought it was going to be like one of these things where like you guys put paper on the floor and you just like threw paint at it
1: right <laughs> right exactly and
2: I was like I was like so you thought we were going to like doing a like Pollock thing and he was right. like yeah I was like alright <laughs> cool action cool. art cool. yeah live <laughs> action art which I totally get man I've seen I've seen so much oh, man, I've seen I've seen so much bad art in my lifetime oh, and yeah. just stupid live shit and yeah. you know like I've, I, went to, I went to art galleries where they've had you know like a mound of dirt in the middle of the room and there's a wedding dress on top of it or right. there was like a mattress on the ground there's some guy on the mattress in this, like, cuddle for five minutes, you know? Oh like, my god! Yeah, yeah, that was, that <laughs> was, yeah. I went to a Valentine's Day show, and that was part of it. Was like you could cuddle with the artist as a performance piece.
0: Weird.
1: Yeah. Or taping a, a banana to the wall and selling it for one hundred twenty thousand yeah. dollars. Like, yeah. Are
2: you kidding uh, me. Uh, oh man, it, yeah. I just. No. Yeah, I hate those people. <laughs> I mean, I I love them and I hate them. I I I love their hustle, but I I I hate them.
3: So, um,
2: <laughs> so, oh shit. Uh, all right. So yeah. So the live art thing, the live art thing, is six month board. So what it is is um. It was started by just my buddy Justin Stewart. That's where I got the idea from. Justin's been doing it for about ten years. Uh, he's got a crew, the original Six Bomb Boards crew. They're down in Lexington, Kentucky, and me and my buddy Jamie would go down to hang out with Justin, who we met through doing um, art art shows together and like a, a con con convention things together, ah, and. Okay. I thought, dude, the first time I did live art, I, I had an anxiety attack, man. Oh, I, com- yeah, I, com- pl- I completely, I completely wigged out because I didn't know how, I didn't know what to do. So, what a live art is, and the way the way we do it is, we put up um, these six boards. These boards are six and a half feet tall. Uh, I got mine made out of my large, um and so it's like a big solid surface and then you have like um, a piece of paper on it and then you have to draw and each live art kind of has a different drawing prompt so Justin's live art he's got a standing thing at the movie tavern in a suburb of Lexington and they every opening weekend of every like action adventure superhero movie they do live art for so like, they, it's like we did live art for Avengers Infinity War you know they do live mm-hmm. art for all the Star Wars they do live art for like birds of prey and okay. you know yeah. yep. like godzilla and you know, john wick like anything that's like big like Pa-pa! right, right. right. Yeah. yeah 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 you know sure, that's sure. that's what they do it and that's our prompt so you know like if, if it's star wars day you draw something star wars gotcha. it, sure. it, if gotcha. it's gotcha. if it's infinity war you draw something marvel right so that's right. their whole gig so then when we decided to when i decided to bring it up here um I was like, I, I'm, 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 I'm the weird one in my group. I'm, I'm always the outsider. Like my best friends, um, Eamon and Justin and Jamie, they're all comic book guys. Like they're all super into comic books, and I like comics, but I'm not into it. Like they, they like drawing them and like doing the story. Dude, drawing comic books is the worst. It, you mean it, like
0: creating? your yes. own? Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: And they're dude, they're 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 killers. They're monsters. I love them. I love what they do. I love what they make. I can't do it.
0: It's just not for you,
2: dude. Comic books are so hard. You yeah. Could, like, like you, you. It takes like, at, like ten to twenty hours to illustrate a page, and it's something that somebody just like just flips through in five seconds. <laughs> yep. It's, I, I can't get over it. I can't <laughs> do it. Like, it's just you, you. Like, I've done it at cons where I've like sold my own comic book, and I've seen somebody flip through my thing in two minutes, and then they're like, and I'm <laughs> like, and I'm like that.
0: I poured my soul into this for six yeah, months. Exactly. I'm like yeah. that. That was six
2: months. Like, I had to i had yeah. to you know figure out how to draw like these three characters in right. perspective in a room and you know over like and I, over and I, over again like and, i, right, li- I literally had to draw a page that was a collapsing coliseum right you know right. like good luck on getting reference for a collapsing coliseum <laughs> yeah, right you know right, like right, right. Uh, i i just i just, I just I mean, yeah, yeah you know yeah. so yeah so but yeah i love those dudes and everything they make but um but, yeah, so so, uh, so back to the thing, uh, the six-pound boards thing. Yeah, you were
0: saying you're kind of the outsider of yeah, that group.
2: Yeah, and, and just like trying to like figure out like, how to fit it in. Um, right. But, but, but the thing that I did like about uh, six-pound boards was it was just like you go and you hang out with an artist and you make stuff. And that became very appealing to me where it was just like, all right, I get to leave my house i get to go to art still but i can go see people right and that became the draw for live art for me it was like mm-hmm. i can just go hang out with artists so because that's the thing now is like i i literally have to schedule time into my schedule to see people and this is a way where i can actually do it and see people and hang out and we can all do something that we enjoy doing and we enjoy making and that really spoke to me and so yeah. you know i asked it Josh, sounds like
0: musicians yeah yeah honestly yeah, totally. like being in bands and like You know either going to band practice or going to shows you know you're around other musicians Mm -hmm. other artists right you have to talk with them you have to interact yeah you know what i'm saying yeah that's really cool and are you guys doing uh six individual boards right it's not like a collaborative effort with all of you drawing on the same piece it's all your own thing
2: we've done collaborative pieces before stuff um but it it doesn't happen very often. So I feel like to do the collaborative thing to make it work is you kind of have to be set up with people that you have an understanding of how they work, right. which I think kind of works for you guys in bands. You know, it's the kind of right. thing where it's like, sure. you, you just got to click. Yeah, you got to yeah. click. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Right. And that's the best way to put it. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, there's time not to cut you off. No, no, but like, do it. Th- there's times where, you know, <clears throat> you'll get a bunch of players into the room, you know, for like a session or for a gig or whatever and they're all badass guys but sometimes it doesn't work yep. right you know it doesn't mean they're bad musicians it just does not there's just you're just not gelling something doesn't you know, jive the feel isn't there and the vibe every, isn't
1: you know there. to get hippie on you you know like everybody has a frequency you know yep. find, and like, <laughs> yeah right they don't, know, sometimes yeah, I mean, they don't match totally, up you know? yeah, yeah
0: totally exactly yeah exactly so that's kind of what you're saying
2: yeah well i mean it's kind of the thing where it's like yeah especially for that so a good example when it did work is uh, a a few years ago we did um it wasn't officially under like the six bomb boards label but it was a, a bunch of us that had done six bomb boards that had done live art it was like uh me jamie uh my dude ken bryce and justin uh ken bryce and justin came up from Lexington. so they'd done live art before and we just did a thing where we went to street side we just talked and we were like okay this is their anniversary party we're gonna draw something for them what do we make and it was like okay we're gonna draw this girl and then each one of her arms it, you know kind of like a Shiva type thing mm-hmm. each one of her arms was going to be like a different beer that Street Side had made so like one like, cool. so it's cool. so, so like one arm was like Sabra and like one arm was Red Martian and mm-hmm. one arm was um, was uh, like uh, uh, cereal milk you know it was like mm-hmm. all these different beers and we just combined them into one thing That's and we cool. gave it to them at the end of the day and they hooked us up with you know whatever to say thank you and now but like yeah. that thing's still in their tap room to this day like hanging up That's on a awesome. wall so every time I stop in there to get a beer I'm like oh yeah, yeah hey, yeah, hey awesome. we made that and yeah. it really reminds me I'm like oh that was that day like me, f- me and four of my best friends just like nerded out and drew something and made awesome. something so awesome, I man. love doing collaborative art I mean that's something yeah. that I love to do but it is an intimate thing where you have to find people that you can play nice with and make it work so like right. you know me and Jamie have done a lot of stuff together and we've you know cause like i know how he works he knows how i work we can jive it we can make it work right but yeah but there's some people where it's just like they can't do it and i also think it's just there's levels in live art and that's like one of the levels is Mm. once you get comfortable doing art live now can you make art with somebody else where you're not in complete control because it it takes a while just to get used to being in control like of knowing like because that's the thing with live art where it is stressful it's like i gotta make something badass looking and i got like a three-hour two-hour window to make this happen mm-hmm. how do i do this and what do i do and oh my god everybody's watching and everybody's seeing anything so everybody i'm working right. with is watching Everybody's passing by is watching mm-hmm. and at first that's a right. real
0: like oh yeah right. like, yeah. yeah, your yeah. mind's freaking mm-hmm. out oh yeah do you go in with an idea already or do you just kind of uh you know
1: let the inspiration find right yeah so it depends usually
2: what I do is since I'm since I'm in charge of the events and booking them like I know what's on the tap list going into the event and I'm like okay and I kind of like sit and I'm like all right, I I want to work with that. Like, that's what I want to do. And I can start to bring it together. Gotcha. I might do a sketch, but rarely I don't. You know, if it's something like things can be really complex, so I do a sketch and most of the stuff I'm just like, I just go up there and feed feed off it and go off the dome. I like yeah. the, I them like when we're playing music. Like, if I don't bring music, I make sure they have music and have something to listen to so we can just like kind of, you know, just groove to it and start oh, making yeah. things happen.
0: Yeah. Awesome. When's uh, is you have any events coming up like that? Yeah, we do. We got uh, so
2: um, six bomb boards, um, Thursday, March 19th, we're gonna be at higher gravity in Northside. Uh, April eighteenth, we're going to be at the Southgate uh, Southgate House Revival for Bastard Fest. Yeah, we're going to uh, have to talk about that because that looks like a whole dude cool Bastard thing. Fest is going to oh, be yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> going to be way fun. Sounds <laughs> insane. <Yeah>. It <laughs> is insane. the uh, The boys that are putting that on are insane, but I love them. And then uh, May fourth, we're going to be at the Brew House in their new space right beside the Brew House. For May the fourth, we're going to do in live Star Wars art for May the fourth. So come <laughs> oh, out nice, to these events. Nice. And here's the thing with six month boards: you can draw with us. That's the whole point of this. The really? Whole, the, yeah. There's no. That's the whole point of the six Bomb boards events. Is any artist can draw with us. So if you come out, I have a board for you. I bring all the art supplies. I bring all the paper. That's cool. All you have to do is pick pick the name of something you want to draw and draw it, and that's it. And holy shit, man, that's awesome. Well that's why I'm trying to make this happen because like I said, man, like I don't see people unless I make an event and I don't see artists unless we do this and I just want to hang out with artists. And so that's the whole thing is like it's just I just it's it's a touch point. I wanna create a touch point where artists can be artists and we can work together and we can have fun and hang out. And if something comes out of that, like if you find somebody you guys do an art show or you know, you mm-hmm. find something and you make like a non profit thing or you make something and I don't know, whatever happens, happens. That's great i just want to have a thing where we're just all hanging out and we're just all together and we're just chilling with each other Mm -hmm. and there's no politics and there's no fighting and there's no right whatever like it's just artists hanging out with other artists because there's not that many of us we're all really weird i've never met a normal artist Mm -hmm. and i just want to hang out with my people for a few hours yeah totally and maybe that's selfish on my part that I just I just want to do this thing so I can hang out with people and I because yeah. c- but I mean that that's what it, that's what it stems from is just I just want to hang out with artists yeah and whatever we make is a byproduct where we make I just want to
0: hang out and
2: I mm-hmm. just want to chill
0: I love it that's awesome where can people find and keep up with this these events like you know that things that happen in the future and all that
2: sure uh you can find uh six bomb boards on instagram at six bomb boards just look it up on there Six bomb boards six bomb boards Gotcha. yep and then uh, on facebook as well okay and if you uh do a google search uh you'll find the main six bomb boards website and
0: uh justin takes care of that out out of uh, lexington nice gotcha gotcha yeah that's awesome i love that idea Oh, well, thank you. I, I love doing. I'm, it I'm gonna come to one even. Dude, though, I come can't draw it. worth a shit, but I'm still gonna come and watch you guys do it.
2: I I would really like to do a thing where we could maybe do like a music art thing like we've done in the past where you oh, guys yeah. play and we do yeah, yeah.
0: we do art to it because I mean mm-hmm. that really uh, yeah that would be yeah yeah totally down yeah. with that Th- that absolutely is, that's
2: really a big part of it is like for us to have a good soundtrack to get in that headspace
1: and being mm-hmm. able to make something. Yeah. So I I really uh, enjoy yeah. that.
0: We gotta we gotta set that up. All right,
1: cool. Yeah. Do you get any kind of like uh, graffiti? Or like have you ever has that ever been a, a thing you've done or, you know, gotten into? So I've
2: always admired graffiti from afar. I've never been a graffiti guy just because I I, I I always had bad handwriting, and now I'm like trying to learn how to do it because um, my buddy Danny Gamble, uh, it, higher level art, awesome dude. You guys definitely have Danny on the show at
0: some. We'd love to. I yeah. actually know of him. I I don't yeah. know him, but yeah, he's got some cool stuff.
2: Oh, Danny's great. He's he's yeah. he's the best man. Gamble's so awesome. He uh he's got a podcast right now, All City Podcast. Go listen to it. Uh, he interviews a lot of different artists. Um, yeah, he's he's the man.
1: So right. yeah, yeah
2: when, when it comes to graffiti, yeah, in Cincinnati,
1: go check out Gamble, Danny Gamble. Yeah, huh? Danny Gamble. Yeah, I, I work in a warehouse, so like I see rail cars all the time. Yep. So like it's it's like a rolling art board. Like it's it's <laughs> yeah older. man.
0: Yeah, every once in a while Jeff will send me a pic like oh, yeah. from work and just be like, dude, check yeah. this. out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like yeah. that's badass, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love
2: it. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to figure out like how to do more lettering stuff now because from doing live art, I need to have that in my toolkit so I can like write the name of the beers that we're making on the thing mm-hmm. and make it look cool.
1: Yeah. And yeah, yeah, so well, there's a fine art to that because for oh me, yeah. the, oh. for me, there's so much of it. There, I'm like, that looks cool as hell, but I have no idea what it says. You know? Like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's like and metal. I, it's like metal band it, names. Exactly. It's like, I don't right. know. That looks like a pile of yes. sticks. Like, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, and for <laughs> me,
2: it's it's like um, you know, I I learn I, I know how to do like um, uh, design work and I know how to do lettering through like Illustrator and Photoshop, but right. to actually sit down and do it. By hand, that's something I'm trying to learn right now and trying to teach myself because, again, live arts like forcing me to do that. Where it's like, Mm. hey, you need to be able to spell out like what this thing is, but you got to make it look cool. Because at the end of the day, that's what art is make shit look cool, you know? It doesn't matter, somebody, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's it's
2: it's, it's like, oh, I feel this piece has your energy in it, or I can feel your heart. No, (laughs) does it look cool, right? Right, make it look cool. Yeah, totally. (laughs) My energy is cool, that's what it is. Look how cool this
0: thing looks, (laughs)
2: so yeah, so that's definitely. thing I'm definitely <laughs> looking into right now is I, will I ever become a graffiti writer nah am I gonna but am I gonna like go into that world and dip my toe in it and take mm-hmm. it yeah because that's what artists are man we're just thieves we just steal shit right. like everything is just you know people we talk could about say the, that about music or, too, yeah you know um, yeah but yeah it's it's this weird thing where like everything Thing as an artist you just steal from other people and you combine it into you and then that's your thing mm-hmm. but right. i think you're absolutely right it's the same thing with music you listen to stuff and you're like i want it to sound like this and you combine eight different things and, and now I'm, it's woof, right and now then you
0: emerge you. out of that is what i i think that's the hope uh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah i mean right yeah yeah yeah
2: so yeah that's oh, yeah. that's the thing it's like I'm like, okay if I can take like if I can take Derek Hess's work and use that for my conceptual right. sketches, right, mm-hmm. and then if I can you know take like Todd Shore or Robert Williams use of color, and if I can look at Mike Giant and see the way he works with Sharpies, you know, and then right. if, if you know the Kirby crackle and take that and incorporate mm-hmm. you know and, mm-hmm. and then like look at graffiti and figure out how to write right yeah, and then it becomes me
0: right, yeah. yeah. I was talking with some young musicians recently, uh, younger guys um. You know, And they're kind of getting ready to set out into the world. They're like 18, 19, you know, and kind of, uh, you know, they're kind of like all caught up and, you know, how do I be authentic and what do I, you know, how do I know that what I'm doing is me and original? And they're kind of like caught in that thing. And I'm like, look, dude, you want to be a good funk drummer or a good funk musician, you're going to have to listen to a lot of James Brown. Yeah. You're going to have to play along to Parliament. You're going to have to listen to these guys and, you know, in a way, imitate what they're doing right because they're like the funkiest people ever right you know what i mean or jazz or whatever it is you have absorb it you know absorb the mm -hmm. people that are masters at it that have you know set the tone for what funk music is and and all that stuff you know there's nothing wrong with that
2: you you have to understand where you come from yeah if you don't understand history you fail to repeat it and to get to the point where you can break the rules you have to know what the rules are mm-hmm. so you must understand the structure of the thing that you are wanting to do to even begin to carve it into something you want to make
0: right right that's that's yeah. really well yeah. put
2: yeah. yeah like you just and because that's the thing it's like you're wanting to make because whatever you make is going to fit into some kind of niche category, you know, nobody's doing something that's like so original. Where it's like, oh my god, this is like nothing. Every like you, you can start to break it down. It's like you put that together with that, and that's so how you came up with this. You mm-hmm. know, so it, but if you want to get to that point, to get to something that's so original that that's cool, you have to respect and refine and figure out and study what those things are that you like to get to that level, where what you make is an awesome right.
1: product. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Very well put, man very well put. And one thing I am really digging about you is that you're still you still put yourself in a in a teachable place like you were just talking to Jeff with you know graffiti and you're like I'm probably never going to be a graffiti artist but I'm not good at it so I'm going to learn it. I'm going right. to teach myself that. You must fail. Yeah. You must and fail. And what where's what's you know expound on that philosophy a little bit. I, you mean, must I know fa- you've already talked about yeah. it a little but you
2: must fail. You just have to fail. You have to fail over and over again. If you're not getting your ass kicked, you're not learning. Nobody learns anything by dominating anything. Nobody's good at anything the first time they do it. <laughs> that's it. Oh, damn. If, if you're not wanting to take an ass whipping, don't do something. Yeah. Stay in your safe space and just hole up and just, I don't know, complain on Facebook, whatever it is right. you do.
0: <laughs> so you feel like that's that part of your progression is, is – yeah. Is failing. Failing. Get the shit kicked out of you. Yeah. I, somebody said recently, t- learn how to fail intentionally. I don't know, some like entrepreneurial mm. dude or whatever. But I thought that was kind of an interesting, uh, you know, approach. It's like, just choose how you're going to fail. That's why right? my hobby like, is jujitsu. <laughs> my, my,
2: my, my hobby is
0: failure. Yeah, your ninja training. That's yeah. all you it is. About, it's can const- you talk yeah, about your
2: ninja training? I can training? talk. I'm not working a Secret Dojo. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a thing where I've been sworn to a monk's life of silence about wow. Damn Is it? Gracie gonna jump out of here? Yeah. and choke us out. Yeah, seriously, it's a question. Guys wearing pajamas in 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 a suburb of Cincinnati. It's not that not much.
0: <laughs> no, man, you gotta. You can see, you gotta sell it well. You know, you gotta. You gotta yeah, hell yeah, I'm a ninja. Yeah, I'm in I can't, ninja, talk, yeah, about I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that. Kill
2: me. Take a katana right to the throat. You <laughs> see it coming.
0: Yeah, but I mean it. Jiu Jitsu, I imagine that's the it's same uh, yeah it's right over and over again yeah
2: yeah it's just mm. how, long, how
1: long have you been doing
2: that uh, two years
1: now nice.
2: yeah two years now and it's just it's that the, you're like everything is just it, you know it, you compete against people that have been doing it longer than you that are better than you that have a better understanding of their body than you and you lose to them and then you mm. go why did I lose and everything is just constantly like like this week I was doing something when my friends came over and he's like you're not putting your toes in the mat I'm like, what? He's like, you're not putting your toes in the mat. That's why you're not getting this, you know, on one move. And it's just like, great. This is the amount of detail I have to pay attention to this thing I'm doing Mm -hmm. is, is what are my toes doing? Right, Right. You know? And so that's the thing is like, I'm constantly in a thing where I'm getting choked out or arm barred or leg locked or something where i have to admit yeah i lost like if mm. this was a real fight you would have broke my arm if this is a real fight you would have knocked me unconscious maybe you keep it on maybe you kill me you know right. it's just right. i lost and then coming to grips with that as a man and being like well i'm not really good at doing this you know and then do i just pack up my shit and go home or do i stay and learn how Get to be better at it, and do it yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. but you're not gonna learn it quick Cause you're gonna make that same mistake again and right. again and again and again yeah. and next week and after that week and after right. and maybe after a few months maybe you will figure out how not to make that mistake mm-hmm. but for now you're gonna keep losing mm-hmm. and so it's been a really good thing for my mind to just be like okay i have to keep making mistakes to learn to get better and i will get better over time but i must accept loss mm. yeah because that's everything i mean and we talked about it before we talked about like i had an art show where five people showed up within an hour that was a loss you guys talked about driving an hour yeah. and a half and right. five people right. show up that's yeah. a loss in right. yeah. confronting it and going through it because if you don't have the mental uh, capacity or like the mental hardness or the mental just th- this and, too yeah. shall pass of it right. then right. you're mm-hmm. ju- you're gonna get crushed and you're gonna quit
3: yeah yep. so you
2: have to figure out how not to quit so yeah like people all the time at my gym are like oh are you gonna like do competition I'm like nope they're like, what? but you're in here all the time. Why not? I'm like, this is the only thing I don't compete at like oh. like for you guys this is the thing where you guys go to work and you come here and now you're competing against each other and you're competing like in tournaments I'm like I not for me I'm like my competition is art I'm like I go to I'm work, already I, doing that yeah, yeah I'm right. like I do I art some, and now yeah. and then I compete against other artists and I you know am I going to get the contract to do this thing are you going to buy this thing for me am I going to sell that am I, is this show mm-hmm. going to work or not right, right. that's my competition Right. so right. when I go out on the mat I'm just like I'm here to use that's my like relax time because I can't think yeah. about anything else on the out there I can't I right, can't I right. can't I can't think about work I can't think about what's going on my drawing table I can't think about my clients because then you're
1: not thinking about your toes
2: yeah you know? exactly yeah, right I right. gotta look at my toes <laughs> exactly thank exactly. you God, Jeff are you sure this is your first time being on yeah, mic for saying, this man yeah
0: God, to right. toes give it uh, up this might have to be a thing from <laughs> Jeff, now on Jeff yeah. on that third mic brain's fired yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, yeah just just third it out. Just get him on the other side here I know I'm just messing around yeah we love you brain come on now.
2: yeah but but yeah I mean I think that is the thing though is it's just the one, and I think that's why I'm drawn to it and I'm just going to keep doing it to it because you know, life is failure art is failure, jujitsu is failure, everything's failure. Fail,
0: learn get better. Nice. I love it. I love it. Well, Jeff was Pretty interested in bastard bastard fest. Yeah. Bastard right? fest, man. And I'm certainly interested in. Let's let we got to talk about bastard fest. What's up with that?
2: All right. Uh, so bastard fest is uh, my buddies that run the bastard sermon podcast. Uh, it's another podcast from Cincinnati. You can check them out. They're all over the place online. So iTunes or Spotify or uh, just wherever you get your podcast from. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Clint Young, Patrick Sada, Cody Hucker. They run it. And they started this podcast where kind of like what you guys do, where it's just they like interview somebody once a week and just try to find people and have different conversations. And it's interesting mm. because they do artists and, but they had on people that do you know like people that uh, work work in like wolf sanctuaries or uh, they had on a guy who was uh, who uh, he's not a flat earther, he's a round earth denier, and they asked him questions. <laughs> you know, every episode is like. Some what's random diff- thing. I mean, I'm,
1: well, whatever. I was gonna say, what's the difference? But I'm sure there's. A <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, no. Listen to the <laughs> right. podcast. That's the best right, part
1: right. about it. I'm sure,
0: there's yeah. a fucking difference. Oh yeah,
2: there is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> not a. Fl- he's not a flat earther. He's a round earth denier. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like two hours. <laughs> I mean,
2: the- they've done two episodes with the guy. It's hilarious. Wow. Uh, wow. Well, it's one of those things, and it's one of those things too, where like after listening to it, I'm like, man, I'm totally not with you on the round earth thing. But I would actually have a beer with you. You seem like a pretty <laughs> yeah, nice Right. Movie.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah
2: so uh (laughs) so it's them and then it's uh, my buddy will will uh runs transplant uh transplant Productions. so uh, Hmm. if you're into metal in cincinnati you've probably been to a transplant show uh will Finder's working with us and we just combined into like let's just have a creative day of live art and podcast and bands and And do it It, it, yeah yeah. and so i love it that's awesome that's what we're doing yeah so that's the, april 18th we, april 18th saturday april 18th Gay house revival tickets are ten dollars um yeah we have uh, my buddy gg the giant's gonna be there he's gonna be rapping uh we got automaton's gonna be playing they, they do like weird like steampunk metal uh nighting's gonna be there if you're into black metal enemy's gonna be there that they, they do like kind of some modern rock type stuff you know like there's uh, a pretty good mix of that downstairs and then upstairs is gonna be live podcast on stage so it's gonna be the bastard sermon wrestle special uh cream comic through everything around me podcast uh, and some other <laughs> uh,
0: okay all right yeah
1: <laughs> yeah uh,
2: it's, it, that, that's my buddy uh, my buddy uh, my best friend jamie it's his show my buddy ian robinson ian is the king of like really good podcast names so creating yeah, comics that's, through everything around me
3: that's awesome
2: <laughs> Yeah. So uh, and while they're and so we're going to be on the second. Uh, me and the other live artists are going to be on the second floor with the podcasters, and we're going to be up there Very all day. Cool. Yeah. So come That's out, awesome. come check it out. We're going to be drawing all day, and then we're all going to have our own booth, so you can pick up like comic books or prints or Beautiful. T-shirts, all of that. Uh, awesome. So Bastard Fest, April eighteenth.
0: That oh, yeah. sounds amazing at the Southgate House Revival, South which city is House one Revival. of our favorite venues yep. oh, yeah. in the whole city. I Dude, love I love that place. <laughs> place yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man wow um this has been great dude yeah it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, been a fun really episode it. yeah uh one thing i you know we always ask and it you know what we, we've talked we've covered a lot about you know your failure philosophy which i think is really amazing and and healthy
2: it, it's not i don't know how to celebrate success <laughs> that's that, that that's the drawback so okay my, well, so,
0: well you so, just so, turn that right around well, i'm Ami. sorry it, it, oh, that, that, and, and that's why
2: i had a therapist for a while because, <laughs> because 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 my problem is again you know it's just like i am i am a shark i just keep moving forward i don't yeah. sleep i just move forward yeah. and so yeah. the way i look at stuff is like every time i find something new i'm like oh there's a mountain over there i should go climb and then when i get to the top of that mountain instead of being like I'm at the top of it, i'm like oh there's a bigger mountain over yeah, there totally, and then i frame. just go look at that mountain i go climb well, that one
0: right yeah and i mean I think you can look at it in several different ways, though. You know, like, I mean, because there's a lot of failure in life, and especially if you're trying to create something, create something new, start a business or whatever. It's like we were talking earlier, it's like, get ready to be rejected, to be talked about, to be laughed at.
2: As the philosopher's marauder once said, life is pain.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, right. So, what's something. you know what would would you give uh to young artists what would you say to young artists or ron don't any, do it any, anybody <laughs> yeah really get out <laughs> bad idea yeah. abort
2: we did a live art thing where this kid showed up was like eight and he was drawing we got him to come and do live art with us yeah. and then like we were done because i thought he was serious about it and i was like talking to him and his mom and i'm like i'm like all right i'm like you want to do art And he's like yeah i'm like how do you feel about being alone for a long period of time
0: it's like, man, maybe I'm I should be eight. saying, maybe I should be saying this to an eight-year-old. Right. <laughs> it's like well, that's the
2: reality of it. That's what you're signing up for. If you really yeah. want to do this? So
0: no advice, just reality. I, I think
2: that. <laughs> I, I think that's part of it. I think. I think that is the advice. The advice mm. is like, look, if you want to do art, if you want to do something like this. Get ready to get smashed in the face. It's sure. going to happen. And especially in the soft world that we live in now in 2020, where everybody's coddled and everybody's a superstar and here's a participation trophy. It's like, it doesn't work like that. Right. You're going to get knocked on your ass. Can right. you get up?
0: So wake up. Yeah,
2: right. wake no, no, up. We, no, we need
1: to save some of this for the TV show. That yeah.
0: we're... <laughs> right. I know, right, yeah. Don't get too crazy. Dude, yeah, this is great.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it's, well, my buddy Jamie put it best. Like My buddy Jamie, and you guys should have mom, and he, uh, so I wanted to like tell the whole story, but I'll tell a little bit of it. Just to kind of to 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 set the tone, yeah, but he got invited to uh, go speak at a, at a college to like these art students, and Jamie is talking to him. He's you know, kind of like, "Hey, what's your plan after this?" People are like, oh, "I don't know." and Jamie's like, "I'm your competition after you leave here. Are you better than me?" And they're like, wow. "I well, I," and, and he's like, "I draw every day. I draw multiple hours every day. I hit deadlines. Do you? I'm your competition. Damn. Are yeah. you better
0: than me?" shit yeah yeah
2: so good luck young artist that's what you're stepping into yeah like that like you know it's 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 it's, the best advice i ever got about art was from a guy that i really didn't like he was one of my professors in college but it was really good advice you don't do art when you want to that's not a real artist you do art because you have to right and because you need to and because you need to get shit done And that's the reality of it. It's not a thing where you just like pick and poke and I'm going to do it today because I'm in a happy mood. I'm not depressed. No, like you have to work. You got to make this happen. So that is my advice. My advice is if you really want to do this, do it. But realize what you're getting into because what you're getting into is going to cause you pain. Can you accept pain? Because it will happen. So make the decision. Do you want this or do you want to, you know... Just do the regular stuff, and you marry some guy who works in an insurance company, and you have live, laugh, love on your wall at home, and you got a few kids, and that's your life. So make your decision.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's great advice.
2: Yeah. It's. Yeah. Like it, you. I, I just, I don't want to bullshit people on it. No, it, it's the reality yeah. of it. It's like it's not. It's not all. Not all of us are superstars. Not all of us get to like live a life where you yeah. know you wake up and you make a doodle for twenty. You, you you make like a thirty minute doodle and then you and then you you know, get paid like a hundred thousand dollars for it. That just doesn't right. happen. Right. Like you have to grind. Right. Yeah. Will it, you grind?
0: Yeah. Totally. Totally. Absolutely. What like you're like one thing I've noticed too is you're really great at the promotional stuff for your own work. And like we were talking earlier with, with artists and musicians, they're usually very bad at business. Mm-hmm. They're very bad at uh, you know, organizing things and booking themselves yep. and selling themselves and you know, I feel like you're constantly promoting what you do. And even with your like you know, Uh, get kicked in the face kind of philosophy you're still constantly every day showing what you're doing almost every day Mm -hmm. I feel like anyway any uh, tricks anything other than just get off your ass and do it
2: American capitalism
0: yeah what do you mean by that
2: you have to be relevant in people's minds you have to be a thing that's out there you have to be something people like you have to be something that people think is unique and interesting and cool you can't you can't post things from emotion you can you can't just be smart in what you post online hmm. yeah like people right. don't want to read stuff that's like oh, i'm sad you mm-hmm. know i mean they do and they don't it's a really it's a really fine line to do that to make that work like the cure made it work but you know there's a way that they made it work right uh, you know it's yeah. just it, it, it's just something where it's like <sighs> it's just part of the world now you got to do it you know i mm. there was there was a time when the world for artists was you went through galleries i don't have to go through galleries anymore i can come directly to you but if i'm coming directly to you i have to be able to market what i'm doing because you're getting hit with shit all day every day you're getting hit with shit from netflix you're getting hit from shit from Hulu. you're getting hit from shit from advertisers from png from this and that and then i pop mm. up somewhere in your timeline or your, or, or your news feed and then i pop up what am i doing that makes me stick out from everybody else right And what am I doing where you want what I have? Because what I make, you don't really need. It's not water. It's not food. It's not bullets. Mm. You know, nothing I'm making is going to help you survive the apocalypse. So why are you buying my shit?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right.
2: I got to figure out a way to make you want it. There's something that I have that you need. Hmm. How do I make that happen?
0: I like it.
1: Yeah. I personally don't like hops, but like... Your Neil to No One logos, are like, I mean, this one that I'm looking here on this koozie, it's like a, almost like a, well, I was going to say Cthulhu, it is, but it's yeah. like a bearded, you know. Yeah, it's
2: like a hop. Cool as hell. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love your stuff, man. Yeah. Well, that's why I make cool shit. Yeah. yeah. Because, exactly. <laughs> because it goes back to, you, it's like, why do you need this thing? Because it's cool. Because it's yeah. cool. It's not I because like it. it's emotional. It's not exactly. because there's I'm putting something into it right. that's like, right. oh, this is my inner thoughts of when I was making this thing and I was crying in my room. It's like, no, it's cool looking yeah right. totally. you know and this is what yeah. it is
0: yeah
2: so yeah yeah the the, the online thing is weird it's like it, it it is this weird balance especially when you're an artist because you're making a thing where it's like what you know like how what what do I want to say and how do I want to say it and all that and then how do I make something where it's like what I'm saying is real and is me but what I'm saying is also not a thing where I'm just like woe is me and I'm putting out stuff that makes you not want to follow me and sure. it makes me annoying. So it's like this weird fine balance of like, right. how do I work these two things? Because mm-hmm. I know like I follow some artists and there's some artists that I follow and, you know, they put some like real woe is me or shit. And it's like, yeah, man, like, what are you complaining about? Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing mm-hmm. what we want to do. Like, why yeah. are you moaning right. about this?
0: Right. Right. right, right,
2: right. But at the same time, it's like, well, maybe they're just being super honest and they're saying what we're all feeling so it becomes a weird thing of like how do you look at it and what are people making and how are they expressing themselves
0: and all that yeah and i think i mean it takes different voices too you know like you're like you know shut the fuck up and make your art and make it cool and make it sharp and stand Mm -hmm. out above you know above and beyond people and then there's people that like you're saying they can't get past their depression Mm -hmm. yeah and they can't get past their anger their angst and that's what their art is right
2: yeah and, yeah. it, and that becomes a thing. It's like, well, okay, but how do you market that? And and that's something that people, some people figure out, some people don't. Yeah. Oh, right. hell yeah. You know? It's a huge part of it, I think. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, too, is like personality and charisma, which yeah. is something artists don't get a lot. Right. Like, a lot of artists don't understand, like, how to do that piece of it because they'll do an opening and then they're like, oh, I got to talk to people. I can't talk to people. I, I'm, yeah. an, I'm an extroverted introvert. Like, I'm my natural inclination is to be left alone like i told you guys earlier in the interview, right. like my thing mm-hmm. is like if i can just be in a house by myself that's cool like one of my favorite things like i love my wife to death and you know she's my ride or die and I, i'm with sure. her to the end but one of my favorite things is i know that she's going to go to bed at midnight on a saturday and i know from midnight to two or three i'm up by myself man i love this two yeah, to three totally, hours totally i love that time I love yeah. that. I don't speak. I don't. I don't say a word. I don't speak to anybody. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't say anything. I don't mm-hmm. talk. I don't. I don't. All I do is I just listen to podcasts or watch a movie and right. I draw things. And it's great because I'm alone. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, yeah. like that's that's fun to me. You know, that's that 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 that's good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's it's weird. It's a weird life.
0: It is a weird existence. I'll, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So
2: sorry, what were we talking about right, right before that? Like I don't know. before we got advice, into advice, but that's it. That is your <laughs> advice. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Get ready to get weird if you're gonna do this thing. Like <laughs> and you know, be dedicated to being yeah, be, weird. Be yeah. dedicated to it and just and just deal with it yeah. what it is. Oh no, it was it was it was the it was the online thing and like how to do it. Oh with yeah, the online. promoting, yeah. yeah, the promotion yeah. part of it. Yeah, I just I just don't want to come off like a dick or like, you know, that like, I don't know.
0: It's- well, I think you, you know, a lot of your social media promotion is, is very, there's not a lot of, um, you know, emotion in it. Like, you know what I mean? You just kind of post your stuff and that's that. And it's kind of take it as as you as a you know yeah that's as all you I, see it th- that's as all person. I want it
2: to be I because I, I I have a hard time communicating people emotionally online I feel like it's a bad space to do an emotional post mm-hmm. like I'd much rather talk to me well, emotional for person. a brand yeah
0: because yeah. you're tra- you're selling a brand really yeah I mean it's you but it's a certain part of you that you're trying mm-hmm. to market right <sighs> which is weird yeah it's a weird thing I think it makes it easier though yeah in a way
2: I don't know it it's it's odd because it is that whole thing where you're selecting what you show to people. That's that whole thing where right. it's like, it's like, look how cool my life is. When in reality, like my life isn't very cool. My, my life is very structured. My, my life is wake up, grab coffee, go to work, yeah. you know, come I home, go, yeah. go to jujitsu, get right. done with jujitsu, eat dinner, draw things, sleep.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. I think a lot of what I take away from your, um, uh, promotion is look how cool my art is yeah
2: well that's what yeah. i want it to be because that's like, what i'm saying that's that's right. all it is, is like i'm just yeah. making
0: stuff because it's kind of editing your life and then presenting that to people right yeah
2: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: which is <laughs> which is awesome really if you think about it it's cool it's weird
2: it's it's so it's it's it's, it's we're all our own reality tv show now mm-hmm. You know that's where yeah. social media is at this point, where everybody's yeah. their own reality everybody's TV star, show. right? Yeah, everybody's no matter, a star, right? Yeah, you know, and it yeah. and it's like, okay, well, what is the show that you're making? Right. Like, what is the thing that you're showing and producing? Mm-hmm. I've always weird side tangent. I've always been, um, I've always been interested in like people that they're living as their body like people where like they're, they're models like Instagram models you know, oh God, right? where yeah, where, where, right. where it's like hey like i'm like i'm like hot i'm like 22 you know i'm in this mm-hmm. bikini i got like 7 million followers but what happens when you're like 32 you know, and what happens right. when you're 42?
0: 52. Yeah, 62. and, and, and right. how does that work? Yeah.
2: Because it's right. the same thing with athletes, because their whole thing is their body. It's like right. you know, it's like there's a limited
0: window, for, right? You got yeah. a window, sure. and then sure. with what
2: we do, like with artists and with musicians, you know, actors and and dancers. You know, I guess dancers would kind of also fall into the athlete category, definitely, because there are athletes. Sure. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you know, our thing keeps going until it stops because. I, my thing stops with arthritis. I mean, that's the only way my thing stops. Right, right. <laughs> your guys are kind of in the same boat. That's oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you guys yeah. can get as old and fat as and ugly right. as you want. Right. Right. You're not making right. money with your body. You're making money with. And
0: I can still make great records. Right. And yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and I'm in yeah. the same boat. So I always, mm-hmm. I always, I'm always fascinated by that thing on social media. The people that make money with their body, because like, how does their thing work and go and and transform?
0: Yeah. I think you'd have to be a, a pretty centered. Uh, aware person, yeah, you know, to, to be able to deal with that, yeah. I know?
2: I think it'd be just, it, it, I think it'd be a super weird existence. Like, I, and I also think life would be very different because I've never been on that side of that. I've never been right. on like a side where like I was like physically attractive and I make my way through life through my physical appearance. Right. My thing has always been through what I can draw and the jokes I can make, right? And right. It's a totally different I, reality. I think you're a handsome man, thank you, thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs>
0: You know, don't cut yourself too <laughs> not to get weird I'm just saying just, yeah. well, what, what, uh, what role do you see like how do you view art as a role in life in society man
2: hit me with that real shit
3: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> it's it's the most non-essential thing I need
0: Jesus,
2: all right. I don't need it to live. But you need But it. if I don't have it, what's their in point in living? Mm-hmm. I, like, yeah. it's not food, it's not water, it's not oxygen, it's not sex. Right. But you do need it. But I need it, because if I don't have it, I don't really and have a reason. And other people need it. Other people need it, sure. Everybody needs it. Yeah. You get something from it. You walk right. in a room, you look at something, you connect with it, you dig it. Right. You're mm-hmm. cool with it, you study it you like the way it makes you feel inspires you you have something you have something in your house where you see it and you're like
0: damn like we value it
2: i got so many pieces of that in my house i mean i got so many uh, you know like original pieces of art that i've gotten from other artists and i look at it and i'm like damn man like that's awesome or having a bad day look i'm like man that's all like oh that's so cool like, that's mm-hmm. so good. You know, you just appreciate something where, like, somebody sat down and made that. Like, there was something where in somebody's head, things fired and things happened and it went in their hand and they took their hand and they made that thing. And now right. that thing exists. Right. And so, then it, that's where it becomes now. Am I lying about all the things I said earlier where I was like, oh, I just want to make cool things and it's not about emotion, but a lot of the stuff that I have, it's cool. Now, I really appreciate it because the emotion and the energy, it's in it. Mm. You know, so... How does that work? Where does, the, where does the appreciation come from? What is right. that line? What makes it so this thing that's cool, I still have on my wall 10, 20, 30 years later. Right. And every time I look at something inside my heart goes. Yeah. Yep. I like yeah. that. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah. It's a tough call. It
0: I really agree. is. Yeah.
2: But yeah, I, I, think, I think everybody should have art in their house. I think everybody should have something that decorates their walls. I think everybody should have something that they can look at and it makes them feel happy. Or you know, fills them with something yeah. I, I i it's it's a weird connection thing, you know, like i I have stuff that I listen to, like again, I think it goes back to music, you know, art music, it's like it's like I do the visual side of it, you guys do the the hearing side of it, you know, like coming over here tonight, I was nervous to come over here and have this conversation. why, because I'm talking about me, I don't like talking about me. <laughs> I don't like I don't like things being on me,
0: ah, okay, right. yeah, right, yeah
2: like again extroverted introvert like mm-hmm. doing this whole conversation right now i'm putting out so much energy i'm just gonna go home tonight and just collapse after <laughs> this because i've been on for the past like hour and a half right, right? Yeah, and right, that's yeah. nothing it's you guys it's just that's my makeup that's the way this thing works i got you sure you know sure so sure, sure. Yeah, yeah it it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's that whole thing where it's just like yeah it's just it, it's a lot but it's I don't know, it's just it's just the way it works just the way it is mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah I don't think we have to fully understand why we make the art either yeah as long as we're making it
2: and it makes you happy and you know, yeah. you're doing what you're doing right. right and you enjoy it yeah and you connect with people yeah energy yeah mm-hmm. yeah
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's it's a weird yeah. existence it really is It's this whole thing where you have to make something. And that's the weird part of being a creative is you have to make something. And everybody's thing's a little different, but everybody makes something. Mm-hmm. And then you find your other weirdos. Yep. And you yeah. talk to them and you're like, hey.
0: We're weird. <laughs> you get to be thi- weird together. You get the thing. You yeah, get exactly. it. You understand it let's our weird shit to weird people yeah, yeah right
3: <laughs> but i love the weird thing
2: oh I yeah i know i mean yeah, yeah. that's totally. why i connect with you guys because you guys
0: you guys do the weird thing yeah you know? know
2: you guys get the weird thing yeah. even though your thing is music and my things art, like we both you know we, all three of us connect on the weird yeah. thing like yeah. there is the weird thing and i don't do, do okay let me ask you guys this sure do you guys ever have the i wonder what it would like to be normal conversation in your head like the like 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 what if I didn't have this thing that tethers me to this like what if, what, yeah. what 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 if you were just like Joe Cincinnati like you 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 go to work Monday through Friday nine to five you got a wife you got a couple kids and and you're really into the Bengals and that's your thing like right, that, that it, like right, that, yeah. like that is your life you don't really have a side thing that you do mm-hmm. you just work that's your
1: thing that's your life yeah and, uh, Je- Jeff is I,
2: no. just yeah. shaking the head no come on
1: tell us Jeff <laughs> just yeah, shaking I mean, it. No. it's almost like we were saying before like you know you, I, I need that like creative release sometimes like you know like you said like you know if you go if I go a while without playing any kind of music or like making beats or like whatever like some kind of it all kind of gets balled up, bottled up in your head and you know you just need to right I just can't imagine like not doing that. You know,
2: but. listener Jeff is like like just moving and kind of almost shaking with <laughs> just like trying to explain this, just like right. the whole thing of just and, and I'm the same way too. And, and Dana's kind of got that mood going as well, kind of shaking his head, yes. Like like how do you yeah. feel on that? Like the idea of like you just don't create, you you just exist, yeah. and you and you have a day to day life.
0: Yeah, and I mean the, the the thing. I mean, being an independent musician for. I mean, most. I've played music almost uh, since I was 11. Mm. Right. I've played music in front of people since I was 13. Jeff, how, how old were you when you jumped into music?
1: Uh, my first band was actually in 2006. The band that I'm still in, really, you know, and now Newport Secret, Six. Newport Secret Six. So you were you were a young. I was late, like, so I was always banging my hands on stuff. And friends of mine bought me a djembe. Like they were in a band. They're like, we're gonna buy you a drum just in case we ever. And I'm, nothing ever came of that. And I was like hanging, actually hanging out at our buddy Jay's house. Yeah. Uh, me and my friend Chris, and he was like, I got some ska songs, and like, we've got a djembe here. Like, let's just make a band. I was like, yeah. Okay, like, so so mm-hmm. when did you start beating your hands on stuff? Like when did that happen? I mean, it kind of like I had always, always done done that. But
2: and and, and Daniel was that kind of your thing too before eleven? Like, were you just kind of putting around? Like uh, or like, yeah,
0: like how did you get the think, thing? Um, I you know, I can trace my like the aha moment for music to one song. Wow, one song. All right, and I was probably. Mm-hmm. 6 or 7 maybe 8 years old and we were on some kind of family trip or vacation and my parents had this I'll never forget it it was like this um you know mem- remember those compilations that would come out on tape cassette yep that was like you know 80s stuff or yeah 60s stuff or all the, 70s all, stuff all the hits. or whatever right and i i believe it was a 70s you know this is what it was like music was like in the 70s and my parents played it and on the b side and they would they played they played it like all throughout the trip and on the b side the first track was dance to the music by sly and the family stone really and i i don't know what exactly it was but i i can still be in that dodge caravan with the the wood paneling on the outside right yep Mm in listening to dance to the music and being like oh my god what is this this is it wow this like is it. just the feeling of it yep mm-hmm. and they break it down to like the, the drummer and then they uh i believe it's then it's the guitar and then the bass you know they like you know there's this whole beautiful build up that they do and i i don't know it was like right then and there i was like i I was fascinated with music and rhythm and then it was through uh you know I grew up a preacher's kid so I learned to play drums in church and I didn't have any classical training much like you I was self I grew up playing drums in front of people Mm -hmm. the first two or three months of my musical life was playing drums in front of people not being able to but just my dad making me play in front of people, being humiliated, being laughed at. Fail. Failing constantly. Fail,
2: move forward, fail, move forward.
0: Well, but then one day it clicked. Yep. And it was over. That's what happens. It was done. You fail, you move forward, and you learn. Yeah. So, I mean, to get back to your original question, for me, I've come to play, there's been times in my life where I'm like, this is, you know, when you're broke and you're 300 miles away from home on some tour and you're not making any money you're not mm-hmm. eating you're not enjoying yourself everything sucks and I still want to play drums right yep I don't know how to walk away from that I just don't know how to I I don't know how life would be without playing drums it's a fickle mistress making, isn't it
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's scary I don't, I don't know if it's a fickle what do you mean by that I, I don't know I mean like cause you have to
2: do it you have to do it you right, don't, you don't have a choice where you can turn it. Like you can't not do it. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and that and that's and that's where it's hard because even no, if but, it sucks, even if it's ruining your
0: life, exactly, <laughs> you're still doing it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Hence the pick a I mean, Ruining your life. That's a very dramatic way to put it, but but you know you I, have the I mean, ups, you have the downs, yeah, and you right, have yeah. but
2: but you can't
0: you can't quit it. Right. When I had a shitty car and I buy brand new ride cymbals because they sound amazing. Yep. Right. You, know, you know what I mean? It's like, well, this doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. but I got to do I don't know. Yeah. And so for me, it's, I don't know. I mean, I've seen uh, enough of the the power of music in people's lives and in communities and in my own life that now I, do, I don't really, I don't, like, I give no fucks now. Like, I'm... I'm you know, I'm gonna do this till I die, so I your. don't even think about it anymore
2: right because it because it's you it's, right. it 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 it's part of you you can't yeah. y- y- you can't separate you <laughs> and it it and you are the thing
0: right, right, yeah, and i've just I've seen so much good come from it too, yeah, you know, so to me, I don't really think about it anymore, but there was a time in my life where I was like, you know you're you're an idiot and you need to stop doing this and go do something productive and I don't know, man. I just reached a point where I'm like, fuck that. I don't care. Fail me okay. forward. Yep. What's that? Fail me forward. Because you... Yeah, long- but I, I would say that I, I for me, it's it's not... It, I, I totally agree with you, but it's also like, I don't know. It's not even about moving forward anymore. It's just about doing it.
2: Now you're at a point where it's just like, it's just, it is you. And in a way,
0: it's almost about not failing anymore. It's just it, it is what it is I just do right.
2: it I I'm with you on that I cannot not do it
0: right
1: right right yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so yeah
2: have we have we reached like the weird I think we did like the estorial plane of, of, <laughs> of what we do like where there 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 is no music there is no art there just is this yeah exactly exactly yeah
0: dear god maybe yeah I don't know yeah well, that's just what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> Well, shit tank.
2: It's been great. Yeah, it's been a good time, man. I've yeah. had a blast. We got deep. We got really yeah, deep. We got yeah. really weird. You got harsh. Yeah, we got harsh and <laughs> scary. I told I told kids not to do art. Right. <laughs> but they should really do art. Right.
0: <laughs> See I knew that's exactly how you felt, right?
2: It's honestly the thing. Every everybody should everybody should create. Right. Like yeah, I know. it that's it, here's here's the secret kids if you start listening this far into the episode whatever you're going to do you're going to suck at it first but you're going to get better just keep doing the yep, thing yep. and if you have the drive and mm-hmm. you have the will and you want to do something do it and just keep doing it because if that's the thing that you want to make make it and mm-hmm. if that's who you are be that thing because what we, else can you do we wouldn't be having this conversation with you right. unless right. we believe that as well yep. right. so again that's where it all comes back to is just you're going to get lumps. Don't think you're not cuz right. you are. Yeah. But that's how you get where you want to be. It's what is the whole thing it's like you were 10,000 hours you're an expert or something at something.
1: Yeah, that Malcolm, was, Malcolm Gladwell
2: 10,000. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, the 10,000 hours comes with some warts. And yeah. it comes with some it comes with some harsh realities. But it also comes with some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So keep doing it and be you right. and right. keep making things. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Beautiful, man. Yeah, Jeff, you got any other thoughts on this uh, conversation? No, I think, I think yeah. we've, I think we've you think got it. We covered yeah. it all. So once again, tell everybody where they can find you, your art, your events, all that stuff.
2: Uh, Instagram, hit me up at Neil to No One. Uh, online website Neil to No Also check out Six Bomb Boards. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. You can also find us uh, via our website and also on Facebook. And again, Six Bomb Boards. If you're in the Lexington or Cincinnati area. Anytime we have an event, you can draw with us. I bring all the art supplies. I bring the boards. I bring the paper. All you got to do is step up and draw. I just want to have a community of artists. I just want to hang out with people that, that create artwork. I just want to draw with people that can draw. Please come out. Please make stuff with us and just, you know, do a thing where we're just not a bunch of artists sitting alone in our house because that's yeah. not what we do. Yeah. We're weird. We're the weird ones. Everything else, but performing arts. We're the visual arts. We're 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 kind of odd but that's why we all come together and we hang out so come mm-hmm. out to six Bomb boards hell yeah man
0: well thank you so much for being here
2: brother dude thanks it's for having me so on i really oh, appreciate yeah. it man, this oh, yeah. is a good time oh, yeah. man Absolutely. Was, i was stoked yeah. this is so much fun thank
0: you and jeff jeff's debut as the co-host i think killed uh, it went yeah, yeah. great murdered it it's gonna have to you know he is the murder bear he you is know that, right? murder bear
2: you are the murder bear yeah
0: yeah <laughs> for real bro
2: I don't I don't want to get murdered by the bear
1: but at the same no, you time don't. it's you like I really
0: don't believe me but he was good yeah man anyway Jeff where can people find us uh,
1: they can find us at easymojobaby.com uh, podcast is of course available uh, anywhere fine podcasts are sold on yeah. apple and spotify stitcher all that's google all that stuff
0: uh, yeah rate and review like subscribe right Please. share with your it friends helps
1: it really it really really helps
0: Yes. And please, if you get a chance, go support this really authentic original artist. Um, yeah. We've worked with Tank on several collaborations now. Our new logo. Thank you, Tank, for coming out and, and uh, doing that whole Dude, thing. Dude, it was a blast. It was a good time. Yeah. yeah you but, guys just uh, let me have fun. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, check him out and check out all the guys that he rolls with. Yeah. Until next time, see y'all later. Peace. Peace.